Hello, you're listening to Cacophony. My name's Steve Thomas. I wasn't sure what to play to the folks, so I gave Vanessa the choice of some fast and exciting orchestral music or some dreamy, reflective piano, and she opted for that. I think maybe I overdo the big orchestral stuff. I was also a bit short on time, so I pulled this one out from the Cacophony archive, and it went down really well here. So this is a podcast I recorded last year. Having just listened back, I was struck by how my pauses are even longer than they are now, and you may notice how quiet it seems without the familiar background birds and cows. This is a lie back and shut your eyes job, and there's no separate link for the music, the pieces are embedded in it. There are one or two references to UK art centres. They're all closed at the moment, with no sign of reopening anytime soon, even if other things do as lockdown comes to an end. The entire arts area is really in need of our support when they reopen, maybe even a tweet or a letter to your MP in the meantime. They've simply not received the support from the government, financial support, that other areas of life have, and many organisations are struggling to survive just to get to a stage where they might even reopen. Anyway, that's not why you come here. So to happier thoughts, to Paris and the music of Claude Debussy. In 1889, Paris held a world fair, a universal exposition. A hundred years after the French Revolution, the visitors entered the exhibition through the brand spanking new Eiffel Tower. Once in, they could see exhibitions, including latest trains and locomotives, technologies, war machinery. Go to the main attraction, the Negro village, the population of 400. Raised eyebrows. Or various international pavilions. We don't know what Claude Debussy thought of the exhibition in general, or whether he drank the prize-winning Heineken. The brewer still shouts about that on their labels today. We do know that he spent a lot of time in the Indonesian village, or Kampong, it was there that he listened to the music of the Javanese gamelan. Gamelan is a set of percussion instruments, percussion orchestra, many of which are tuned gongs. If you're in reach of London, there's a gamelan at the Southbank Centre, which was given to the UK as a gift from the government of Indonesia, as a sign of friendship. There are workshops where you can go and have a go, learn to play. Highly recommend it. Other gamelans are available around the country. The UK gamelan at the South Bank has a name. It's called the Venerable Spirit of Perfection. I think this says a lot about where gamelan sits in the consciousness of the people who play it. It's more than just music. It's a very spiritual thing for them. To say that Debussy was rather taken with the gamelan understates it somewhat. He spent long periods absorbing and transcribing what he heard. And then the results of that appear in his own works. He's interested in wider culture from the East too. He had the famous uh, Hokusai wave print on his wall, you know the one. We've all got it. And if not, 
I'll use it as the artwork for this on the website and then you'll be able to see it. Debussy thought that if you listened to the Gamelan without prejudice, then in comparison you'd find that Western music sounded like a barbarous kind of noise more fit for a travelling circus. So he was pretty keen, and that music influences and infuses a lot of what he does thereafter. We're going to start this musical adventure around the gardens with two piano pieces from a stamp, or prince. Pagodas is perhaps the single most Gamelan-inspired piece, and you can really hear its orientalism. It imitates the gong sounds, tries to recreate that sound world. Gamelan music doesn't get from A to B in the way that we're used to hearing in Western music. It's more reflective, cyclic, meditative. So Debussy does that too, and it makes for a static, dreamy, beautifully atmospheric piece.
That's lovely stuff. Pagodas by Debussy. The second piece that we're going to hear from a stamp is perfect for April. It's Gardens in the Rain, Jardin sous la pluie. With pieces like this, Debussy became known as an impressionist composer. That was a phrase he hated. Regardless, actually here, the musical picture painting is a darn sight more literal. You can hear the rain beating on the windows or the roof as you gaze out at the garden. You can tell how heavy the rain is at any given time. I think maybe towards the end it stops and the sun comes out. What do you think? <laughs> 